Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Every now and then, a story crosses my desk where I literally look at it for a while and ask myself, how is this possible? How is this possible? Jeffrey sent me this one. It's from linknky.com. It's out of Kentucky. Kenton County judge suspended for not allowing defendants to have lawyer again. So when something happens for the first time, you go, okay, that could be a fluke. That could be a one-off, as we say. One in a million, never happen again, right? But the word again there is troubling. Judge suspended for not allowing defendant to have lawyer again. And it means exactly what you think it does. So a story says that Kenton County District Court judge will be suspended for two weeks without pay in May after the Judicial Conduct Commission found she denied appointment of counsel to a defendant in 2021 who couldn't afford one in a criminal case, according to court records. It's the second time she's been found to violate the rules in Kentucky's Code of Judicial Conduct that require those accused of crimes have an attorney to represent them. She was also suspended in April of 2021, according to court documents. The order of suspension said that the uh, review of felony arraignments reveals this is not an isolated incident. Records from her 2021 suspension say that she required defendants in criminal trials to file written demands for jury trials, made comments directed to attorneys with the Department of Public Advocacy that were not patient, dignified, or courteous, and in proceeding with an unrepresented defendant, suggested entering into a plea agreement by the defendant that could reasonably be perceived as coercive. So the defendant's in front of her without an attorney, and she is pushing him to enter into a plea agreement. Her unpaid suspension is scheduled from May 5th to May 18th of this year. She is told not to use her judicial office, her secure courthouse access pass, or any other passes, keys or credentials during that time. So she basically gets... Uh, two weeks off without pay. And this is the kind of thing where you wonder how it came to light and what happened to the guy and or the gal uh, that this happened to in either instance. And now, I've had some people ask me, they go, Steve, if a, someone's a judge, do they really know all the laws? No, of course not. Of course not. But they should know some basic things about procedure in a courtroom and the most common things about the laws that they encounter on a day-to-day basis. But they should also know, I don't know if you ever watched a single episode of Columbo, um, what the Miranda warning says. And, and this is, the, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make a point here, is that if I asked you off the top of your head, what's the Seventh Amendment the Constitution say? You may have to stop and think about it a little bit or go look it up. But if I ask you about the right to counsel, everybody's got the right to an attorney. That's something that I think pretty much any person in America above the age of 8 or 10 would know. At least it shouldn't be news to them. I'm not talking about judges. I'm not talking about attorneys. I'm not talking about lost. I'm talking about just anybody above the age of 8 or 10. Because if you've heard the Miranda warning, and you have repeatedly on television shows, on YouTube channels, uh, if you've ever been arrested, (laughs) 
And in case you're curious what I'm talking about, you'll recall it says, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Do you understand the rights I've just read to you? With these rights in mind, do you wish to speak to me? Now, I've heard variations on this where they say things like, if we begin questioning and you want to invoke these rights at any time, you may stop. That's another one. But they basically contain three concepts. You have the right to be quiet because what you say can be used against you. You have the right to an attorney, whether you can afford it or not. And do you understand the rights and do you want to proceed? So you have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. So if you are a judge, and, and again, this is just kind of like pro tip in case you ever become a judge. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll wake up. Oh, I'm a judge. You, you become a judge, and someone's standing in front of you who's, who, who's unrepresented. And the way you know this is they're by themselves at the podium. And so someone's standing at the podium by themselves. And what's your name? They say their name. The very next question you always ask is, do you have an attorney? The reason you ask about an attorney is that if they say yes, then you go, where is he or she? Oh, I don't know yet. Okay, if I called your case, I apologize. Sit back down again. We'll call it when your attorney gets here. So you don't just assume someone standing at the podium has no attorney and has chosen not to have one. You would ask the question, do you have an attorney? And so if people are in front of her without attorneys, you're supposed to tread very carefully. And the first thing you ask is, do you have an attorney? And if they say, no, I do not, you then say, well, you have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Would you like to have an attorney? And if they say, no, I do not want to have an attorney, you can then proceed, but you still want to proceed carefully in case you've got someone in front of you who really ought to have an attorney and doesn't know what they're doing. And I've seen judges, and again, YouTube is filled with videos in courtrooms where people get in front of a judge and they say, I don't have an attorney, I don't want an attorney, I want to proceed without an attorney. And a judge will often ask them a series of questions to just make sure that they know what they're doing. So this judge has been suspended for not allowing a defendant to have a lawyer Again, and at least one of the incidents appears to be that there was someone in front of her without a lawyer, and she was trying to convince that person to take a plea deal. And don't get me wrong, we don't know what the plea deal was. It may have been the greatest deal on the planet, but we don't know that. And one of the things that an attorney who is seasoned would be able to tell you is whether this is a good offer in light of your case. And now, a judge might be able to know the exact same thing, but the judge is not supposed to be in the position of advising you what to do on your case. The judge is there to adjudicate the matter, and you and the prosecution work it out, and if you can't, then the judge will oversee the trial of the case. So it's a bizarre headline and a bizarre case, and the fact that they've only suspended her for two weeks is what strikes me as odd. Because if it's happened before, it does not say what happened before with respect to suspension. It just simply says she was suspended previously. And the question is, 
Was the first suspension shorter? Is, is a two-week suspension actually more punitive than what happened to her before? And if someone does something a second time, you have to look at them and go, okay, they did not learn the first time. So will a two-week suspension teach her the lesson she needs to learn to not do this again? I hope so, but you never know these days. So there you go. Jeffrey, thanks for sending the story from linknky.com. I think that might be Link, Northern Kentucky. Might be wrong. Kenton County judge suspended for not allowing defendant to have a lawyer. Again, written by the staff there. Questions or comments, put them below. Those talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. You can't move mountains by whispering at them.